you're listening to the Fearlessly Visible podcast. I'm your host, Jesse Gibson-Jones, spiritual life and business coach. I have officially been in business since 2019, but I spent a lot of that time hiding, doubting my abilities, and being afraid to show all the magical parts of myself. Over the years, I have learned to cultivate a feeling of safety in my body so I can confidently and consistently show up, powerfully serve my audience, and do my sacred work in the world. If you're a spiritual entrepreneur who's been hiding parts of yourself and you're ready to step into your full power and bravely share your light, you're in the right place. Get ready for the tools and practices that can help you become fearlessly visible in your life and business. Let's get started, love. Hello, hello, my loves. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm Jesse Gibson-Jones. I'm your host here. And if you don't know me, I am a witchy and neurodivergent slash depressed and anxious business owner and coach. I help other entrepreneurs who identify similarly to find themselves and feel good and safe in their bodies about showing up consistently in their business to create magic on the internet. I am so glad that you're here today. Um, Today, I want to talk to you about how to show up again, how to show up and be seen and have eyes on you again when you're trapped in a shame spiral and a vulnerability hangover from oversharing. So this specific topic um, is one that I have a lot of experience in uh, as I have shown up and built a brand on social media built a personal brand, there have been many, many times when I felt like I have overshared with my audience. Um, Ironically, it doesn't happen here on the podcast, even though I share a lot of vulnerable shit on this podcast, but I feel like it's easier to talk to you guys on the podcast because it's like we're having just like a little chat, an intimate conversation, like a phone call. You don't have to look at my face and I don't, I don't get to know if you're judging me or not. But it's a little different when we show up on social media and we show up on our stories and when we can see the people who are seeing us. It's a little harder to be perceived sometimes. Um, And definitely also in real life when we show up and people can see us and we maybe feel judged or feel just not supported, we can end up getting into this, um, I call what I think of as a vulnerability hangover where we're like, oh God, I overshared. It wasn't received well. I don't feel supported. And then it's natural to begin to feel this shame of like, what am I doing? I shouldn't have said that. I shouldn't have done that. We start questioning. We start doubting. And then one response is to go into hiding and to not be seen. Another response is to go into overworking or staying busy so that we don't have to think about it. So I feel like there's one of two ways to go. Obviously, human behavior is like a whole spectrum. So if those aren't one of your two responses, like if that's not your go-to response, then don't feel weird. Like you're totally normal and valid however you respond to things or if it's a mixed bag. But for me, I go into hiding mode and that's what I'm going to talk about today. But whatever your reaction when you experience this particular thing, I think you'll benefit from the the tips that I have for you on getting out of the shame spiral, getting out of the vulnerability hangover and getting back to showing up from an empowered place where you remember your sacred work when you remember what you're here to do and you feel safe to show up and shine your light. So before I get into the episode, I will just tell you guys I am recording 
from the comfort of my bed today, I'm recharging my batteries after spending a weekend being really plugged in with new and old friends. I went to three different social gatherings on three different days and completely depleted my social battery, felt very visible and seen, had many people asking me what I'm doing. I think that even as little as a couple of months ago, probably like at the end of 2021, it would have derailed me so badly that I would have had a hard time getting back into the swing of things and showing up in my business. But the way I handled this, handled it this time has been like a full 180 turnaround than how I normally would. And so I wanted to kind of walk you through my current process that helps me get right back into showing up consistently online and connecting with my ideal clients and not staying stuck in the shame spiral and hiding for, for days at a time. In this episode, it's a goal for me to help you to be able to move out of that shame spiral where you're hiding or whether you're overworking, whatever your response to it is, help you interrupt the pattern and get back into showing up, taking up space and doing your sacred work in a shorter amount of time. So if I can save you some time in the shame spiral, in the vulnerability hangover, then I am so happy to be able to do that on this podcast. So let's get into some ways that you can turn your shame spiral around. The first thing I want to talk about is the importance of what happened and why it happens and why you're not alone. If you're someone that has a fear of being seen or being perceived in the world, especially as, especially when you're doing your sacred work, especially if you identify as a healer, as a light worker, as a mother, a lover, an intuitive or a spiritual business owner, it can be really natural to feel like you need to hide your gifts away from the world. And the reason why this happens is something called the witch wound. So for generations upon generations, for centuries of human history, if you were someone who had these more intuitive and or feminine gifts, if you were a healer, if you were an energy worker, if you were a storyteller or a knowledge keeper, if you were someone living on the outskirts of community, on the fringes of civilization, and maybe you kept to yourself Maybe not, but if people came to you for your innate wisdom, for your intuitive abilities, because of your knowledge of herbs, or maybe midwifery, or because you really excelled at being a caregiver, then there was a time when you would have been persecuted and ultimately burned at the stake for being considered a witch, whether you truly were or not. So we live in a time and in a patriarchal society that values the left brain that's based in logic, material facts, knowledge you can that comes from a book, mathematical thinking, scientific method, more of the quote-unquote masculine kind of characteristics, the more logical kind of thinking, over the right brain, flowy, creative, intuitive, and sometimes magical side of humanity, side of human experience. To the extent that the more feminine aspects, the more flowy and creative aspects, have basically been canceled. They've been discredited and devalued to a point where we internalize the system and so often we end up squashing down our own creative abilities, our own intuition, our own knowing, our own magic. We push it down inside of us and we turn the volume down and we override it so often that we don't even recognize that it's there. Once we, once we become adults and we enter this materialistic and very serious world, we know that we have to be logical if we want to be taken seriously. We end up 
cutting ourselves off from these parts of ourselves so that these things that are our natural and innate gifts, our natural gifts, we don't even recognize them in ourselves anymore. And what happens then is they go into our shadow so that we see them in other people for for better or worse, for good or for bad. We see these gifts in other people and we end up wondering like, why can't I have that? So we often either want it and think we don't have it or we despise it. But those of us who do make it into adulthood with our creative abilities and or intuitive abilities intact, we can still find it difficult to operate in the world and wear these abilities, wear these gifts on our sleeves. We can find it difficult to be who we truly are without having to defend ourselves, without having to hide parts of ourselves. And then to take it a step further, it becomes 10 times more difficult if we attempt to make a living or make money using our creative, intuitive, or magical abilities. Because these things have been devalued for so long, it becomes exceedingly difficult to begin to put a value on them again, or even a monetary value on them for the first time, because we're talking about, in a sense, jobs and roles that haven't been around, that haven't been acceptable or accessible since we've had a, a system of currency where we can trade money or we can trade energy for our goods and services, we're talking about looking back at a time when these healers, intuitives, energy workers, herbalists, and even midwives or people who helped other people to labor or to have babies or even ease their pain when they were sick and dying, the time when that was a common practice these people were really bartering for their for their services and for goods. They weren't being paid in currency and money, and they certainly weren't being paid on the global scale that we can now now operate on, where I can go on my website or social media, create content and information about the services that I offer and have someone on the other side of the planet pay me money again over the internet and then meet face to face with me over the internet. So what we're talking about here is a, is almost like a brand new concept. We're talking about going back to the old ways, going back to embracing our abilities to heal and to know things and to do our sacred intuitive work in a completely different time and space in a different era almost in a different alternate dimension than what it was like all those centuries ago. All that to say, it's very natural for you to experience this, this sharp pain of being vulnerable, of showing who you are and what you can do, and then experiencing shame and or avoiding being seen, wanting to go into hiding or wanting to do literally anything else than, than to continue to have eyes on you and what you're currently doing. So this is called the witch wound. It's somewhat of a buzzword right now, and that's because we are all experiencing this collectively. This is coming up for all of us, and we needed language to help us to describe it. So when this happens to you, when you share an intimate part of yourself, especially around the gifts that you have, the magic that you do, the intuitive abilities that you can share, especially when it's around something like that, you experience this acute sense of vulnerability and shame and wanting to hide, and that is the witch wound. So if you've ever wondered, like, why does this happen to me? And does this happen to anyone else? The answer is yes, and it's very common. And I think most of us who identify as intuitive, as witchy, as spiritual, as different 
are experiencing this right now and we're moving through it together. So when this happens to you, it's just important for you to know that you're definitely not alone and that there is a name for this crazy phenomenon. And it's actually not that crazy and pretty damn common. So validate yourself, accept that it happened, acknowledge all the feelings that potentially come up around it, like shame, embarrassment, sadness, anger, betrayal, literally whatever you're feeling is okay. It's completely okay to feel that. And when you can acknowledge those feelings and allow them to move through your body, you're increasing your capacity in your nervous system to have eyes on you as you do that. So allow the feelings to be present. You don't have to attach to them. You don't need to over identify with them. One thing that really helps me to process my emotions is to write it down in my journal because as I'm writing it, I can feel it like moving through my body. So you may try that. There are all kinds of ways to process your emotions, but really acknowledge it and allow it to be and allow it to move through you. The next thing I want you to do is to get outside of yourself because we get so trapped in the shame spiral inside of ourselves. We don't want to be seen don't want anyone looking at us and it starts becoming all about us, 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 me, me, me. So as this is happening, one way that you can interrupt this pattern is to just get outside of yourself. One way you can do this is by looking at the big picture. You're so zoomed in when you're in the shame spiral. I want you to completely zoom out. Look at the big picture. Look at why you do what you do, why you started your business, what your big why is, who you're here to help, what some of your long-term goals are, whatever your big picture is for why you're doing this, shift your attention to that. If you have a vision board, spend some time looking at your vision board. If you have your goals written out somewhere, spend some time reviewing your goals. If you don't have either of those things, consider creating them in your life and in your business. This will help you to get out of the shame spiral or at least to interrupt the signal interrupt the spiral so that you're not spending as much time in it. The next thing you can do that will also help you to interrupt this shame spiral is to tell someone. So I'm a big Brene Brown fan. She, her books are incredible. Her research has been so groundbreaking in helping us to understand shame and belonging and really huge parts of the human experience. And one thing that she says in her books is shame doesn't survive when we share it. So when we tell someone else that we're experiencing shame, especially someone that we trust, the shame has nowhere to go. It thrives on the hiding, on it being kept secret, kept in the dark. We don't want anyone to look at it. But the moment we open the door and let it out, it has nowhere to hide anymore. And so it it literally just dissolves. It goes away. And another beautiful thing about when you tell someone someone that you love, someone that you trust, you get the validation from them. You remember that you are supported, that you are so worthy, that you're special and that you're loved. And all of those feelings are again, going to help you to interrupt this signal. And they're going to help you move out of the more negative emotions because you can't hold both of those emotions at the same time. You can't hold on to shame and embarrassment and feeling seen and validated and supported in a, in a healthy, loving way. So when those feelings move in, the other ones will just dis, will dissipate, will go, will float, float off into the, the great unknown. And so that's why it's also important to kind of go in this order because you do need to process the shitty emotions before you just go and replace them with, with the good ones. So do tell someone, but before you do that, make sure that you are are allowing space to process the negative feelings that come up. Once you have told someone about it, let the shame dissolve. The next thing I want you to start thinking about is how you can turn your experience, your negative shitty experience here into something good. 
So there are a few different ways you can do this. The goal here is to help you to get back into the habit of showing up consistently in your business, showing up in in an empowered way, and doing your sacred work in the world. So if you can turn this experience into content, into a learning moment for your audience and for your ideal client, then definitely do that. Um, And if that's not something that applies to your business, you can still turn it into something good. You can still turn it into a lesson, a story, an anecdote. You can turn it into a way to connect with other people, whether that's in your business or in your community. And I think the best way to do any and all of these things is just to start writing, to sit down and start processing on paper what happened, what caused it, how it felt, why it happened, and what you can do about it. When we find ourselves with a pattern in our lives, with when we're doing something over and over again or behaving, behaving in a certain way when we have the same stimulus, what we naturally do as humans is to create a story about it. So when, if you're someone who struggles with showing up and if you have experienced this a time or two before where you feel a bit too seen and you go into the shame spiral into the hiding, you start to create a story for yourself around it. Like, I'm just not good at showing up. I'm just, I just don't have what it takes. I'm just not bubbly enough. I'm just not outgoing enough. I'm not likable. I'm not a good entrepreneur. I'm not a good business owner. I'm not any good at this. And then the next part of that story is maybe I should give up. Maybe I should quit. And it's completely natural and normal to do this because this is just what our human brains want to do. We find meaning and we understand the world through stories. And so you're going to just make a story about this. But the beautiful thing about when your brain creates these stories is you can replace the story. It's difficult to just erase a story to say like, no, I'm just not going to believe that anymore. But you can change the ending. You can change the meaning that you make from it and what it means to you and about you. And you can also choose to not make it mean anything about your worth or abilities. And the best way to rewrite your story is to literally start writing. So get out your journal and start to just get curious about where this is coming up in your life. And if there's a pattern around it, what stories you might be attributing to it, what meaning that you're making from it, what are you making it mean? This is a place to get curious and to be open-minded and to ask questions, but not to not to judge yourself. So be easy with yourself as you're doing these exercises and just ask yourself questions the same way that you may ask a friend or even a client if you're coaching someone. What I'm making what am I making this mean? And what do I want to believe instead? And if you're having a hard time choosing what you'd rather believe instead, then go back to some of the things that I said earlier in the podcast about how it's very normal if you're someone with a creative or intuitive mind to not feel comfortable having eyes on you. So just having the belief that this is normal, that I'm I'm normal, I'm a normal human when I feel this way can be a helpful shift out of I'm not good enough or something is wrong with me. So being open to new beliefs, being open to new stories are the start of changing your beliefs and changing your stories. And then the last thing I want you to do once you have identified what happened and why stepped outside of yourself to take a look at the big picture, interrupted the shame spiral by telling someone about it, and then choosing to rewrite your story or turn your experience into something good like content, the last thing I want you to do is to choose to show up. Show up. This can look like a variety of different things. So when I'm doing this, 
One of the ways that I show up for myself is I message my coach and I show up for coaching. I show up and allow myself to go through the process of changing my thoughts, my beliefs, my mindset, and allowing someone to see me, to really see me and to hold space for me, someone that I trust. So this can be showing up. This can be showing up, showing up to be coached, showing up to allow someone to have eyes on you. If that's as far as you can get, then that's okay. The next way that you can show up is to create some content and put it out there into the world. This can look like an email. It can look like a social media post. It could be a reel or a TikTok video. It could be a podcast, or you can even take it a step further. Definitely listen to your body and trust your nervous system to see how much capacity you have for showing up today. But as you feel able to, I want you to go face-to-face on your stories. Go live. Show up with your face, your beautiful, wonderful face, and let people see into your eyes and talk to your ideal client. Because there's someone out there who needs to hear what you have to say today. Today. And every day, really, Every day there's someone that needs to hear from you and that doesn't mean you have to put pressure on yourself to show up every day, but I want you to start to have the belief and the attitude that what you have to say is always valid, it's always necessary, and it's always helpful. So as you are able to show up and you want to show up and you do show up, there's always someone out there who needs to hear it and who needs to hear it in a way that only you can say it because only you have your unique combination of knowledge and and human experiences. Only you have the exact words to say it in a way that's going to resonate with someone out there. So as you feel able to show up and show up to the fullest extent that you can and take up space, get out there, shine your light and be bold because the world needs you. If you could use a little help with any or all of these things, this is something, this is the thing that I specialize in coaching my clients on, on how to feel safe and showing up consistently and doing their sacred work on the world and making magic on the internet. So I still have at the point of recording this podcast, one free coaching spot available. It is pay what you want coaching. The base price is free. If you feel more energetically aligned with making a donation, then you could do that. We could talk about it. But what I'm truly offering you is free coaching for between one and three months and maybe even a little bit longer than that. What we do is we have a consultation call to make sure we're a good fit. And then in the first session, we do a 90 minute deep dive into your human design, your potential neurodivergence, how you make decisions and how your energy works. And then we begin to align your business to that. And we set some goals for the next few months that you'd like to accomplish as we work together. And then we continue to work together for free until you've accomplished those one to two goals. So I'm just feeling called by the universe, by spirit to help one to two people in a really big way. I want to facilitate with you a huge transformation, jump over some big obstacles or some big hangups that have been stopping you from showing up in all of your magical glory and help you create the magical business of your dreams. So if that sounds like something that you would like for yourself and your business, then I really hope that you'll book book your free consultation call with me. You can do that at the link in the show notes, or you can go to my Instagram at Jesse Gibson Jones, and you can click on the link in my bio. I love you. I hope you have an amazing and beautiful day, and I will talk to you again soon.